Welcome to the exciting world of the movies. The Movie Graveyard, we are back yet with another live recording. Hopefully you can actually hear us this time. <laughs> the last time we did a uh, live recording like this, the recorder had a malfunction. Uh, one of the microphones uh, did a weird thing where it was blown out so we could only give you one channel of audio. <laughs> made the audio kind of some of the... You could hear me pretty good, but you were pretty muffled in the background. Mm -hmm. um, apologize that. That was for the losing episode. Hopefully it wasn't too uh, unlistenable. We just didn't want to do it again because anytime you have to redo something, it always lacks energy or whatever. But we are back. Hopefully you're hearing us okay. We're going to be talking about the 1987 clip. We've been doing it. totally wasn't intentional, guys, but we've been doing... Nothing but 1987 movies the last few weeks, uh, last month or so, and uh, all these films are enjoying their 35th anniversary. Uh, it was completely, uh, I mean, we picked the movies on purpose of what we wanted to do, but really wasn't a thought put into them that all these movies were from 1987, but we're rolling with it. Uh, we got Dirty Dancing tonight. Um, great movie. Yeah. This, this is... A, this was your first time watching this movie, right? This was my first time ever watching this movie in my life. <laughs> Amazing. It's one of the ones that's on the list of everyone has seen it except me. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get into that a little more further. We have the uh, Blu-ray paused at the 31 second mark. There was a Lionsgate logo at the beginning of this Blu-ray, which obviously wasn't there because it's like the Saul Lionsgate logo. <laughs> with all the the gears and clocks and shit so we're going like right straight into like the actual movie here inside the 31 second mark on the blu-ray it's probably going to be about the same if you guys have the brand new 35th anniversary 4k uh basically it's a freeze frame with some people dancing and the credit on screen says and uh neon pink cursive uh writing says a vestron pictures presentation so, I'm going to say uh, one, two, three, go. When you hear me say go, please hit play on your remotes if you would like to follow along, which I'm sure most of you do not. But anyway, one, two, three, go. So, we are now dirty <laughs> Why do you dancing. Think they don't? <laughs> I mean, it's like there's a lot of people that just want to, you know, hear about the movie, but, you know, they don't necessarily, uh, you know, own a copy or have access to watch it. Dirty dancing. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is actually, it looks like b-roll footage of um a scene that comes up later and they just like did this weird like slow-mo kind of like yeah it's the exact scene yeah and like put the credits over which is like it's a good choice because it's like you don't really know you know this is like during the days when like i think the credits in the movie theater was kind of like expected you were still like people were still wandering in so like mm -hmm. now it's like if you miss the first 30 seconds before the credits even roll like you're too totally, bad for you yeah you're totally out of the um loop with the uh movie and everything but this was just totally back in the day when they would um kind of let you uh ease into the movie so to speak well and it should be noted that this legit is the 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 dirty dancing they're talking about in the as in the title yeah because <laughs> like the rest of it is not really so much yeah there's a lot of da like dancing movies that's sort of like lombada the forbidden dance where like literally the whole plot was all about um 
you know, the, the raunchy dancing. Whereas, like, the raunchy dancing is, like, in this movie, but it's really, like, in the background. It's more, like... Yeah, it seems like it's just more to designate, like, the hoods from the, you know, the rich people or whatever, so... It's really just kind of seems like that's what separates them from the people that they are serving there at the place. Yeah, and, like, we know we're, like, uh, really in a, um, like, a coming-of-age story right away because the movie starts out with the family driving up to upstate New York to go to the the summer resort, and you get the voiceover from Baby uh, where she's, you know, like, it's one of those coming-of-age voiceovers where, like, the person is talking about, like, after the fact. Because mm-hmm. she's talking about, like, oh, this... It's like she's telling us the story. Yeah, because she's saying this was the summer of 63 before Kennedy got shot. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if it was, you know, in the story narration, she wouldn't know Kennedy was getting shot. So. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting, though, because, But I like... think it really sets it up to say stuff like that where... Like, pretty much the country lost its innocence, so to speak. Like, yeah. so, like, this from the beginning, they set it up that this is a story of uh, uh, what do they call them? The innocence movies, loss of innocence, no, the coming of age. Like, it's yeah. um, it's like they really set it up from the beginning that it's a coming of, of age movie by setting it up where, like, it was before. Kennedy got shot. It was before the crazy rock and roll Beatles came. Like, (laughs) the stuff that she brings up. And, like, she, you know, she's a baby at this point. Like, you don't even find out her name to, like, the third act. Her real name, I should say. Even that, yeah. Like, she says, like, they called me that and it didn't even occur to me that I should mind. You know, like, it's just, it's setting up, like, how young and innocent she was. Yeah. Here's our boy Wayne Kramer, uh, played Newman in Seinfeld, and also the villain in the first Jurassic Park. He got the the spit <laughs> shot on his face in Jurassic Park. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Jerry. So basically, the family is a uh, baby is the youngest daughter. She has an older sister, and then her mom and dad. And her dad, played by Jerry Orbach, is like a um, doctor, mm-hmm. which like. They set up that he's a doctor right away, but, like, you know, you really don't think anything of it, but it, it, it comes pretty... I don't really think they say it, though, do they? Yeah, they call him Doc right there. Oh, okay. And, like, like it's it's subtle, but, like, she, like Baby just got his doctor's bag out, which is kind yeah. of funny that, like, back in the day, there was, like, such a thing as a doctor's bag, <laughs> and even, like, when I was growing up in the 80s, it was so iconic when you would see it in <laughs> yeah. a, a movie. Because it was always show. in cartoons. Yeah. So here they're setting up how terrible she is at dancing. Yeah. She's stepping on people's feet. Because she's kind of taking like the, uh, I mean it's all ages, but it's really like a dancing class for like older people and little kids. A merengue class. Yeah. (laughs) Right away when they get there, they join a class right away. Yeah, like they really, and I'm sure it was like that too. I mean, there's all kinds of activities (laughs) at this uh, summer resort. But, um, it's funny when we watch things like silent, like you notice things that you didn't notice the first time. Well, I, know, I mean, granted, it's like, you know, I hadn't seen the movie in a long time, but like just watching it again for the second time this week here, like this little <laughs> location, this gazebo they're in, like this is actually a very important location. Like there's a lot of pivotal scenes that happen mm. in this location here throughout the movie. I didn't notice that. See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And this character, um, she's pretty important. Yeah. The, the, I mean, there's a lot of, it seems like there's like multiple dance instructors there, but it's like the main ones is her. And then 
our boy Swayze who'll be coming into play here in a second. <laughs> but it's like the the place that they're staying in the resort, like it's like like uh like I don't know really exactly how rich they are compared to the other people at the resort, but like they have like a cabin mm-hmm. that seemed like it's just for their family and but it's the cabin's like the size of a house. Yeah. And then meanwhile everybody else is staying in like what looks like just a giant hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, I mean, it looks real nice and everything, but it does look more like hotels. It actually looks like a, one of those, like, private schools or something. It doesn't even really look like a place that people would Resort, yeah. It's funny, too, because, um, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it, but, um, like, I know upstate New York, there was, like, up in the Catskills and everything, there was a lot of these summer resorts. Like, it was, like, the big thing to do, Yeah. you know, back in the day, and, like, a lot of comedians and stuff. Would be there like Polly Shore's dad, Sammy Shore was actually a comedian that like worked at all these uh, resorts hmm. all the time up in upstate New York. Oh my god! So like you, <laughs> you get a you get to expose to what this place is really all about. Yeah, I'm I'm blanking on the owner's name, but this this guy that owns the place, you see him, he's given like a kind of like laying the rules down, but also a pep talk of like all his waiters and the you know. It's kind of like a country club setting, like the restaurant where everybody eats while they're there. Oh my god, look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, Swayze came in with the dance crew. But, um, yeah, like he's telling the waiters to like hit on all the daughters, even the ugly ones and stuff. So like, he's pretty much like, it's pretty much like the theme of this movie. Like, I guess we should say if people who aren't fam- too familiar with the movie, Baby is just like creeping around, like eavesdropping on these people. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, like, he's pretty much saying, like, to these young guys, like, gigolo yourself out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then that's Robbie, like, the waiter, who's, like, kind of the villain of the movie, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was giving some shit to Swayze, and Swayze's like, whatever, waiter. I have to say, this one, was, it was hard for me to watch this, because it was, like, I couldn't help, like, with a lot of movies now, especially now, because we're pretty much in the generation of... A lot of our favorites are no longer alive, but, like, yeah. this is, like, my first time that I would say I was, like, really exposed to him, to Patrick Swayze in a movie, honestly. And, like, I've, you know, obviously everybody's heard of Dirty Dancing, everybody knows about it, but I've never, because I hadn't seen it yet, like, I ne- I didn't, like... Yeah, you was too, you was way too young when it came out, like, yeah. you, you wouldn't have seen it. I was five, but, like... yeah. I mean, after, you know, as I grew up, I got into dancing, so it's like, you know, it really is something I should have watched already, but just for Patrick Swayze, like, just seeing him in this role, and then, like, it constantly coming to mind of, like, how he's not alive anymore, it's just, like, had that feeling every time, like, oh, man, what a shame, like, it's so sad that this man cannot, like, do what he does anymore, you know, like, and, and, like, bring, like, these characters and lives to life, lives to life for people, like, it just was so, like, it was a weird experience watching this movie for me. Yeah, it's it's really, it's really funny for me as a, as a fan of Patrick Swayze, because, like, you gotta understand, like, when he was doing all his heavy hitters, because, um, like, his heyday really was from, like, the very early 80s to mm-hmm. the very early 90s. He had a good, great 10-year run there. And he did some stuff afterwards, obviously. But, like, when I was, like, you know, young going to the movies, he was, like, the guy, you know, for, yeah. like, quite a while. And uh, so I always thought of, like, a lot of... Because uh, he definitely had that, like, 
like mm-hmm. leading man type thing, young leading man type thing going for himself. And uh, I like this too that the owner he's he's always like jumping up on stage, being a part of the singing and dancing and entertaining the crowd. <laughs> I thought that was like a funny touch. Like he wasn't just like a businessman. Like this this thing of running this resort was like really in his blood. Well, you know what's funny too is like you know how like whenever we watch like I don't know some shows about like pockets of people that from like Hispanic or Latin countries they come here and they settle in like weird places like arkansas or like just places you wouldn't expect so there's like pockets of ethnic people i noticed in this movie like they actually have a lot of hispanic people like as the workers and i thought that was interesting because it was like that was apparently that stuff was happening way back then (laughs) you know like and i just never you know obviously i'm not from there so um it's just something like i never thought of but yeah i thought that was pretty and they're not just like hispanic a lot of them are like black hispanic yeah yeah, I don't know too much about, like, how historically accurate. Like, I don't know too much about upstate New York, but they make it seem like, uh, like, they never say exactly where Johnny, which is Swayze's character, like, where he's mm-hmm. from. But, like, you get the idea because, like, Robbie the Creep Waiter, he's in, like, Yale Medical School. So, I mean, it's like it's kind of like people come a, uh, from quite a ways, I guess, to work at this resort in the summer because it pays good and, like, they get a lot of tips and stuff. And, um... Yeah, it was, this is, like, the first time we see Swayze dance. He, he's dancing with the, the head female structure, like... Yeah, like, I was pretty, like, starstruck during this, because, like... Like, for, so... The reason why I was affected so hard with this movie is because, like... I used to do ballet when I was younger. A little bit of tap. I was a cheerleader in what... It, I wasn't a cheerleader. I was a song leader. So we, what we did was mostly dance to songs rather than do the actual like cheers. Yeah, you weren't like one, two, three. We three. would do them too, but our thing was you know dancing. Yeah. So I did some of that in high school, and like just ever since then, I've always like loved watching dancing and you know all that. So like. When I first saw him on this scene, I was really like, "Holy moly! Yeah. Look at this guy! Like he's so perfect and like it's yeah. so crazy." He's really doing ballroom dancing, and they're doing yeah. a great job. Like, I mean, they're obviously put on an exhibition, but it took everybody's attention. But the owners like cut it out. Like he, the owners afraid like like people will not not take the dancing lessons because they'll be intimidated or whatever. But like even like a little subtle thing, like it is like beyond just the role he was playing because like when he joined up with that random woman that he just joined up with once you know once they yeah, separated he was like talking to her and telling her like what to do to dance like he was yeah. instructing her so it's like there was just something about him i think because he is a natural dancer that it just transferred over to the character and made him so much more like easy to like fall in love with really like it just I was curious about that, why you wanted to do this movie. Because this movie is pretty, like, pretty chick flick. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of the movies you do aren't like that. Not even some of the ones we do together, me and you. So, I was yeah. I was wondering, like, what made you want to do this for this, for your show? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously a big part of it has to do with Patrick Swayze. But I was, like, also, too, um, I was a big Jennifer Grey fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I was saying, too, like, when I was, like, you know, going to the movies when I was a kid... And uh, seeing Swayze come along, like, Jennifer Grey was one of those people. She was in Red Dawn with Swayze. Mm. I mean, she had a slightly smaller part than he did, but, I mean, she that's where I knew her from. 
And then she was Ferris Bueller's sister, right? <laughs> like about a year before this movie came out, she was in that, and she she had like a really big part in that. And then in this, and this movie is huge. And uh, you know, I remember seeing this. Like I don't know, like it's weird. It's like this is just a movie I've always been like drawn to. And like I was telling you, like I've seen parts of it on cable throughout the years, but I hadn't seen it all the way through since. Um, I saw it in the theater when I was like 10 years old with my mom and dad hmm. and I just always wanted like a, like I was always like oh pick up the blu-ray pick up the blu-ray and like I just never did or whatever or I think like they released a couple different blu-rays and I was always and we actually went to go see this we tried yeah we tried <laughs> it was like seven or eight years ago they don't do it anymore but our local theater used to do a lot of classic movie screenings and uh this was one when we went and it was just like I mean as you could imagine it was just a lot of uh probably women in their 30s and 40s with their teenage daughters and like it was so crowded like I don't even think we could really find seats or I don't even know if we would have been sitting together or whatever no. so we were just we bounced and you know saw something else but like yeah like I don't know like I've just always like been into this movie and then it came out in 4k and like that was kind of like the you know excuse although I gotta say the 4k pretty much is exactly like this blu-ray that's what we're just watching the blu-ray copy while we do this uh because Blu-ray is a little more stable. Uh, we had a little, like, I mean, it didn't stop, but we had a little bit of stutter while I was watching it the other night. So just throw on the Blu-ray. You know the Blu-ray is not going to crash. But, yeah, getting back to what I was saying earlier, like, with Swayze, like, I always, like, saw him as a certain type. And, like, I don't know if that was just because, like, the age he was playing. Because, like, most of his big movies were, you know, he was probably in his mid to late 20s and then early to mid 30s. But, like, yeah, like, when this movie came out as a kid, like, I kind of didn't think much about it, but, like, like, uh, Swayze dancing, like, I just figured, like, oh, you know, actors can learn anything. I didn't realize he was, like, a lifelong dancer, and then as I found out more about him after this movie came out, like, because he was always playing such, like, a macho guy, like, I mean, probably, I mean, I think this movie is probably, like, his best character as acting, but, like, my personal favorite, I love him as, uh, Jeb and, um, Red Dawn, and, um, but, like, I just never would have thought this guy was a ballet dancer. And, like, it turns out, like, yeah, like, how we were reading, um, it's because his mom was a dance, uh, instructor, and, like, and, like, that's how he met his wife, too, through dance. So, like, yeah, like, I just, I like both of these lead people, and, like, I, I mean, like I said, it had been a long time since I've seen this movie, but, like, I never, I don't know, like, I mean, I'm not against chick flicks either, like, I'll watch them as a nice change of pace type thing. But uh, to me, it's like, this just has so much going for it. It's a cool period movie. So you're going to hear, like, cool songs. You're going to, like, you know, <laughs> like, have cool characters, actors you like. So, like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't really see that. I mean, yeah, I don't really see this as a chick flick. And I guess because, like, to me, a chick flick is more like a romantic comedy. Whereas this is more like a romantic drama. Because there, there's, there's a lot of stuff in that second and third act that gets... Uh, it's really heavy but yeah i guess to me what makes it so chick flicky is like he is so swoon worthy in this movie like mm. i never have been like there's a lot of male actors that like i love watching like i love watching ben ben affleck i love watching robert pattinson and everything but none nothing any of them have ever done have made me like <laughs> do the stereotypical like oh my 
god, he's so hot, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But, like, with this, when I was watching this, it wasn't even, like, that, like, oh my gosh, he's so hot. It was just, like, it literally was, like, he melts you. He, like, melts your heart. It's just, like, his faces that he makes and his yeah. dancing, like, because I love dancers so much. Like, it's just so awesome. Like, I don't know. I was... I was, like, pleasantly surprised at how, like, I felt when I was watching this movie. It's so crazy. Like, and that, I, I can't believe this is him. It's so funny. And, <laughs> like, like, that's another thing, too. It's, like, you know, like, with these guys, like, like with Swayze in particular, like, we should say this is, like, the, they're having this party, all the people that work at the uh, resort. <laughs> they're doing their dirty dancing. Yeah, this is where the dirty <laughs> dancing goes on. I mean, dirty dancing, the title, like, I mean, it's perfect, I guess. Like, how can you argue with a whatever this was, a $5 million movie that made $200 million. Like, it, the title got people's attention, so it was the right title. But, like, like to me, the title See, is... Like, it, look at his face. He's just so into the dancing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, this is the movie that really sways he's at the height of his powers because he gets to use everything, <laughs> like, as an entertainer and also just as a person that he likes, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's really combining the acting with the dancing... Which was like you know his lifelong passions, you know, and I think I think the fact that he's getting to do the dance stuff, yeah, is like you know not that Patrick Swayze wasn't enthusiastic <laughs> about every movie he ever made, but I mean it just you know it carries that energy with him as a performer, like yeah. like that's why I love so much The Greatest Showman. Like I do like The Greatest mm -hmm. Showman as a musical and it's cool, but I enjoy seeing Mr. Wolverine, only ever Wolverine. <laughs> we only care about Wolverine, the Wolverine. <laughs> I like I like seeing Hugh Jackman actually do shit that he wants to be doing, yeah. not just what everybody wants him to, you know, do or whatever. Well, sorry, but he's coming back. I think he really does want to do Wolverine. I mean, what else can he fucking do, though? I mean, that, I guess I don't know. Whatever Deadpool tells him to do. Yeah, like I'm just, <laughs> I I don't know. Like I, I I this is a Dirty Dancing show. We'll we'll get into that, but like I'm just like. Those movies, both what Hugh did and also what Ryan Reynolds did as Deadpool, those were Fox movies. Mm. And Fox doesn't exist anymore. So, like, <laughs> you know, I, I could be eating crow seven and a half years from now when the movie finally comes out because we've been promised it for five years. But, like... It's coming out in 2024. Yeah, yeah it's a Disney Plus, probably. But, like, I just... I don't want to see that watered-down shit. Like, you know, maybe it won't be, but... <laughs> like, I she can't do it. But yeah, let's get back to something weird. But it, it's weird because, like, this dancing, like, nobody really actually dances like this. I mean, you dance like this in a club because, mm -hmm. like, nobody's looking at you and you just want to cop a feel or whatever with somebody. But, like, the way they're dancing is so, like, <laughs> it was so hard for me to be like, all right, like. <laughs> there's hardly any, like, compared to what we saw Swayze doing in the earlier scene with yeah. the ballroom dancing, there's hardly any movement in this for him to do. But, like, even what he's doing with her now, it's, like, a lot of it is just him, like, bumping and grinding. <laughs> yeah, like, we should say he's dancing with Baby. And he, like, totally had her do a spin and he just walked away. <laughs> that was awesome. She was all rocking out. <laughs> yeah. Already she's got the crush on him. Mm -hmm. Well, she had it when he walked into that room like Edward Cullen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, like, this is kind of like shows like like they're there on the beach and stuff and up there like the guys are playing cards seems like a lot of the men play cards here at this summer club but um there's more going on here than there is at castaway key yeah that's where key's bunk Curtis. <laughs> but like like they have the ladies doing a wig show and like they're all putting on different wigs and i'm just like how lame was it like back then 
<laughs> Baby kind of looks like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction with that wig on. <laughs> but, um, like, how lame was it that, like, everybody was just throwing on these wigs that probably a million people wore before and fucking in the heat and everything. I, like, I, th- I actually was kind of grossed out by this scene. <laughs> so here we see Robbie, the slimeball waiter, hitting on Baby's sister. And like, she's like, ugh. Yeah, you see, you, you see, uh, I keep blanking, blanking on her name. Uh, Sweet structure. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. He says it a lot later on. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, everybody assumes that the, the lead uh, dance instructor and Swayze are like um, a couple, but they're they're really not. They're actually... like They, they used they, to be. Yeah, they used to be, but they grew up together. Like, they've known each other since they were kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, I was going to bring up that, that, like, dynamic, like, how they were dancing. They're, they're always showing them dancing together. Like, it's really funny. Like, people generally don't get that like just because like the dancing is very passionate and like erotic or whatever like everybody always assumes dancers like pairs are together because of those styles of dance but like really and like the dance like the dancers mentality it's just all part of the act like like you can see it on on Swayze's face like look right there he's like looking deep into her eyes and all that but the second he walks away it's like it was just all yeah. a dance. Like, it was all part of the dance, you know? Like, well, normally, but this is part of it. He's actually boning this this lady here. This well, no, but, lady. I mean, he yeah. does the same thing. Normally, with, yeah, He does the same thing with his friend, too. So, it's like, like, he's doing all those bumping and grinding moves with the friend. And then, like, when he walks away. Like, there was a scene earlier when they were at that party. And, like, they were doing all that bumping and grinding dancing. And then, like, everybody crowded around them, and, like, they were, like, oh, like, celebrating them or whatever. And right away, he, like, lost that, like, not lost it, but it yeah, went off his went face. Off his like, face, he yeah. wasn't doing the dance thing anymore. He was, like, part of the crowd, you know? So, right. like, I think it's really cool how they show that dynamic where it's, like, to a dancer, it's just a routine. It's a dance routine, you know? It's not... It's not really that you're, like, in love with the person that you're well, dancing yeah, part, with. Part of dancing is not just put your leg here, do this. You're feeling the emotion yeah. of, of you know, the, the dance always comes out of the song. The rhythm the of the music. Yeah. That's really what it's about. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. The owner was explaining to Baby's dad that this, basically a cougar, like the first cougar that we've seen on film, <laughs> is, like, dancing with Swayze all lusty. The, he calls her a bungalow bunny, and apparently there's a bunch of these women that they <laughs> they stay at the resort all week, and uh, while their husbands like go back to the city and work or do whatever they do, mm-hmm. and like he doesn't outright say it, but like yeah, he kind of says that the, like these women basically just sleep around with like all the young guys who like work there and stuff, and uh, I thought that was interesting. Like, oh my god, this guy's so gross. Yeah, the owner he he has a dorky son who like isn't really even trying to like <laughs> woo like baby as a girlfriend or anything he just like pretty much claims ownership Uh, over her like it's like really weird like he thinks he's hot shit yeah (laughs) yeah and then here we see baby's sister and uh slimeball robbie the waiter coming back from their date she's all i guess he tried to grab her boob or whatever she's all upset i'm sorry you had to see that oh brother (laughs) yeah he's laying on tough I love the look on her face there. She's like, she's like, you dork. She's like, whatever, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, he's like, oh, come on, I'll get you something to eat. But yeah, there's that gazebo again. Mm. 
And then, like, uh, I'm sure they showed it, but there's, like, an important scene at the end of the film that takes place in the gazebo. I keep wanting to say that this lady's name is Jenny, but I could be wrong. I think I'm uh, thinking of Forrest Gump. Well, yeah, no, it's not. Katie? I think it is Katie. Let me check real quick. I hate to Google while I'm uh, <laughs> recording a show, but... Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, like, this... And, like, I, I had posted about it when I, we watched it, like, on Facebook. And, like, I was, like, you know. Penny I had, is her name in the oh, movie. Okay. Yeah. I had said, like, you know, this was the first time I watched it. And I had a couple of friends respond, like, female friends. And, like, they're like, what? Like, so surprised, you know? Or, like, yeah. And, like, uh, yeah, like, everybody loves this movie. It's, like, iconic to people. I, I got to say, and we'll <laughs> talk about it as the movie wraps up, but, like, you know, I remember this being, like, a cool movie and everything when I was a kid. But when this movie ended, man, I was, like, riding such a high. Like, even the next day, like... Mm-hmm. Like, you always hear those... Oh, yeah, well, that's where I was leading to was that it left me feeling in such a way where, like, when they I was, like, going back and forth with my friends, I was, like, saying, I don't even know how to describe how I feel. Like, I can't even put into words how this movie made me feel. And, like, yeah. even now, I'm, like, I can't even get the words out because it's just... I'm watching it again, and, like, I don't even know how to say, like, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't remember if this guy was Johnny's brother or not. I thought he was. Or maybe he's Johnny's cousin, but, like, I don't, yeah. I think it's his cousin. Because yeah. he, says, he says, my cousin got me this job. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Penny was, like, crying on the floor of the kitchen. Um, mm. It turns out she's pregnant. And then, like, that was this line when Baby asked Johnny, like, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, what, you think it's mine? You just assume that? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, we find out later it's actually uh, uh, Robbie. Jerk-ass Robbie. Yeah, Robbie the slimeball, <laughs> Yale-educated waiter that mm-hmm. got her knocked. Not only did he get her knocked up, but, like, then, like, when she told him, like, hey, I'm in trouble or whatever, he was just like, oh, well. And, like, he didn't even, like, he didn't even care if she had the baby or whatever. He just was, like, never going to own it or, like, help help her out or anything. I told you he, we would have seen her name eventually. Yeah, Penny. But, um. You were saying you were riding on a high the next Yeah, I was just riding on a high because, like, this movie is, like, and it does it really good. It kind of goes almost, like over the top in the way in the ending but it's just like such a triumphant ending because like i said like they really earn i feel like they earn the drama in this movie because it's very slow developing and there's like all these situations between the characters like there's so much investment in the characters in here like you know like like in uh baby and uh johnny and it's just such a good movie like about people like we always say like we miss movies that are about people yeah. and like i get it's dirty dancing i get it's like bohunk patrick swayze i get i get there's cool dancing scenes but like this really is a movie about people and it's just cool to like watch and it's like cool to watch people that are like really great movie stars like it's really unfortunate what happened to jennifer gray after this movie like i still to this day i've read about it i don't really completely understand it um what was it just like I mean, she went through some stuff, and like I don't, I don't really know like what caused it or if it was elective or what. But she just, she had some surgery to change her nose, and then she was unrecognizable, and like nobody really cared anymore. Hmm. And um, I could have this wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was her that was with Matthew Broderick in Ireland when they're on vacation, and they got in that that car wreck and all that stuff. And, hmm. 
he was driving on the wrong side of the road and all this shit, and this lady and her daughter got killed, and it was just... Oh, God. It was like, it just seemed like she went through a lot of shit, like, after this movie came out, you know? Yeah. And by the time... And I remember she did some stuff at her. I can't remember if she was in a sitcom, and I've seen her in other movies and stuff, too, and, you know, she just, like... She worked, but it was just never... She never really, you know, reached the height. <laughs> yeah. So, because, like, Baby knows... Robbie's slime ball secret and he's just <laughs> trying to play it off. She's like, Hey, stay away from my sister and she dumps the water on him. Mm. Yeah, Jerry Orbach, man, like like this is what I always knew him from and like <laughs> I never knew he would go on to do twenty seven seasons of Law and Order after this. But <laughs> Yeah, and then too we were talking about the mom, like her Yeah. How like I was like, Why is she so familiar and like I ended up just by the sound of her boy, her voice, because she looks different, but she has red hair in this. But um, she's in this ballet show I watch, Bunheads. She was mm. a dance instructor, and the only reason why I recognized her was because of her voice, because she has dark hair in that show. Yeah, and so like, yeah, I thought that was interesting too, and um, she's a dancer too. So like, I just thought that was in real life where she was, I guess. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting that she was a mom in this, but she wasn't a dancer like as a character. Yeah, like they never alluded to uh, her character being associated. With but Jerry, Orwell. but kind of, because like then when Baby's doing the dance at the end, she's like, "Oh, she gets that from me." Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's never shown anything that she dances. <laughs> yeah, you never know. It could have been like a deleted scene or something. Oh yeah, could have been. But yeah, Jerry Orbach's even kind of young in this movie. Um, yeah, there's that one scene later on where I was like, "Hey, this guy's actually pretty handsome." <laughs> yeah, like he's hardly really even got any much gray in his hair either. Mm. But the one thing that's like kind of nebulous about this movie is um, that guy's tattoo. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 like a nothing tattoo. Um, is like it's kind of hard to decipher like exactly what the ages are. Like I just assume that baby's supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen. It's supposed. Yeah, I thought I read she's supposed to be sixteen. Sixteen, yeah, and then like Johnny is probably obviously in his early twenties. Um, <clears throat> like I'm sure Patrick Swayze was probably a little bit older than that, but in yeah. the context of like the way the characters are in this movie, he's very. He's very hard on your sleeve, young, emotional type. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so this is, uh... I like how he was dancing gangster style with a beard in his hand. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, Baby asked her dad for some money, and she went and told him what it was for. And, uh, she's trying to help Penny get an abortion, because there's, like, this, you know, kind of scheme of, like, oh, this doctor's <laughs> coming through the town for, like, one day next week, but we don't have the money, and blah, blah, blah. And then this is this is really kind of the crux of the um, actual plot of the movie is Penny can't go get the abortion because um, like they have to do like this dance like they do like this dance exhibition type thing or participate in this I don't even know if it's a contest really but like no it just says it's an act yeah at it's this just like a regular act they do at a hotel yeah the neighboring hotel. And, like, how weird is that is, like, you couldn't cancel out on that. Like, you gotta have a baby because you can't, like, you gotta go You can't do a dance because it's how they make their money. Yeah. But, um, it's funny because, uh, they're like, oh, nobody can fill in. So, like, Swayze just says, like, or whatever, like. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, like, she's, she's really trying to come in as this kid. She's really, <laughs> like, taken back by these people. She kind of looks up to them in a way, I would say. 
obviously she has a crush on Johnny, but um, she's really trying to help solve all these people's problems, and they're just like pissing on her like nonstop. This is kind of like the only type of the movie uh, it really like irritated me. Like I kind of got what it was getting at, but Johnny's like, "Oh, you want to fill in?" And you know, like she just has to go do this one particular dance. She just has to learn this one kind of basic dance. But this is where it gets started with her journey of uh, you know learning how to dance. And Johnny teaching her. Yeah, but they set up at the very beginning how she was like stepping on everybody's feet. So like, really, you're supposed to realize that she's like two left feet yeah you're supposed to be like oh no not this dork she yeah can't do it. yeah but i don't know like even at this point in the movie like i felt like she has shown me enough spunk like i like i was like i knew she but that got, doesn't mean you have rhythm and can move your feet right no, but i mean <laughs> i knew she was gonna fight she was gonna try she's not like these lame disney female heroines who just know everything off the bat and can do everything perfect she has to work for her shit but he doesn't know that. He think all he knows is that she steps on people's feet. Yeah. I don't know why, but this scene right here where she it's just like a montage of music playing and she's like trying to learn the dance steps by herself. She looks funny. This scene on this little bridge, like this was like one of the few things I remember like super vividly from the movie. And maybe it was in the trailer or something, I don't know. But like yeah, I remember this scene like so well. But uh you are uh, not I mean you're a fan of dancing you watch the dance shows on tv like so you think you can dance but like mm-hmm. we would always go since i've known you we'd always go like go see dance movies and stuff mm-hmm. like what did you think about like in terms of like compared to other dance movies like the setup and the premise of like how she's gotta learn how to dance with johnny how did you like like that aspect of the movie i honestly thought it happened so fast like i mean because she's learning it because he's they say the show the act is in on thursday but they, like you don't really know how many days there are i think but i think it's only a few days because i think they're only there for a week yeah. so like i don't know like from her going to like oh she can't even because like when they were at that party and she was trying to dance like she couldn't even move her hips right like yeah. it just she looked so bad you know and then like all of a sudden after like the very first lesson that they had earlier she stepped on his foot once, and then after that, she just never did again. It was like, all of a sudden, she got it, and it was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> but, so, like, that kind of stuff, it moved fast, but, I mean, you know. But it's not like, like you're going to have, like, a 30-minute montage of her trying to learn. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, also, too, she learns a little bit more and more. As it, like It's not just, like, this one montage. Like, there's the whole thing later on where they go out to the the, the lake and do all that stuff. See, like, this is basic everything usually every dance movie of some sort talks about the heartbeat the rhythm like so like that's a basic dance movie uh you know go to um so and that usually is like the moment when the person gets it you know so just stuff like that like it makes sense why she progressed and like they also set up to um penny set up earlier when they were joking around about her doing it She's, she was even on baby's side saying, like, no, you're a great instructor. You can work with anybody. Yeah. So, like, I and I, I think I, it's not I think, I really liked how Penny was in this movie because she is, like, a professional who's, like, trying to help baby and, like, this scene here is, like, she's trying to help her move right. There's, like, I think what makes this movie really different is the relationship between Swayze and Penny Cause like, 
they're like best friends but like they genuinely like love each other like family and like yeah. that's something that you don't see in any movies now <laughs> like right. like i don't think i've ever seen that in any movie honestly you know if without the characters being brother and sister i mean vin diesel and fast and furious he talks a lot about family but they hardly ever actually show it it's just an excuse to but like there's not there's a reason why he feels that way though like yeah. it's either because of the girl his girlfriend or the other female in the movie is his sister or like you know there's a reason for him to have the, a family relationship yeah swayze and and penny's character or penny there's no reason they're just they are legit like they're not related to each other in any way they yeah. just have a good genuine friend relationship that's like like family, you know, and it's it's not because, you know, they did go out, but they could have just been like, this isn't yeah. working, let's separate, you know, like, also, they genuinely too, care about each other. Yeah, also, too, it seems like a lot of their bond is over dance, and, mm -hmm. you know. And that's a special bond, just like, you know, when you have theater people, like, that creates yeah. a special bond that, you know, only that community of people get you know it's the same thing with the dancer community it's like they all know what life as a dancer is like so they all have a special bond and like i think really yeah that's what brings them together like that yeah but like yeah i mean i i liked how it all came about it's fun like and i like how much she gets into it like like him you know like her yeah. face she's, she takes it seriously now, what what do you think about the... <laughs> but then she also does stuff like this, where she's still a normal person who's not a yeah. dancer, you know? Like, where she's there laughing at that, <laughs> like, I just think she's, like, so adorable. Like, I mean, I don't really buy her as, like, a 16-year-old. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm watching a woman when I watch her in this film. Yeah. But just as a person, like, she's just so... I don't know, she's just so adorable in a way. Well, she has moments, like, she's in, before she's grown up now, like, she's obviously grown up already yeah. in the movie, but she's had, she had moments earlier where they would show her face, and yeah, she looked like an innocent little girl, like, yeah. she didn't fit in with the world that these people have, you know, yeah. but that's already gone now, so that's what I mean, like, it moved fast, like, they set her up as this, like, really young, like, innocent girl who doesn't really know anything and like already yeah. now she, look she's already about to pop some attitude on him so it's like yeah. it moved so fast but it's like you know whatever it's, yeah, a, it's a movie it's short and what can you do you know she's basically asking him to take off the training was he saying like oh you can't do this or this yet but like she's really i thought this was like a really interesting thing like like just really bizarre like that they put in like like they they go to go to his car he's going to take her somewhere and he locked his keys in the car and he goes and he pulls out this like candlelight post and he you know knocks the window out of the car and they get in it was like this was just such an odd thing to put in the movie like i totally they just wanted it. to show him point his pretty toes yeah, <laughs> his pretty dancer toes and then you're just yeah maybe they just want to show him be a badass i don't know yeah. it's weird it's like they're in the rain too yeah and uh just it was just really odd because it's like it, you know it's about a minute of screen time you could have totally just like cut <laughs> out what they left in. But I mean I like it. It's it's really interesting. Yeah. But um. But yeah, like like I I. Well, that's why like it's to show like how she's reacting to him saying like you're crazy like because he does crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what it was for. 
Yeah. To show he's wild and crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, his character is a lot like uh, Tommy's character in the room. But, um, well, I think really it's just to kind of show that he's like, he's got that like hood attitude or whatever. Yeah, he's clearly, I mean, he's Mr. Twinkle Toes and so <laughs> aspects, but he's also literally from the street. Yeah, from the streets. I've, this scene, I really like. I don't know. I was so, like, yeah. amazed by They're it. They're bouncing on this log over this creek, and it's pretty awesome. I just love how his body moves in this scene. He's such a freaking dancer. Like, it's so, like, I just love how it looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... Because I know you get um, annoyed by a lot of the female characters in movies we watch and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. what was... What was your take on the baby character and the performance by uh, Jennifer? Bruce? I wasn't annoyed by her at all, ever. Yeah. Like, I never felt like... I don't know. I never did feel... I usually feel like that, too, when, like, the guy is, like, cool and badass or something, and then the woman is just, like, a whiny, yeah. whiny or bitchy or rude or mean to him all the time for no good reason. But um, she never was like that on this. Like, I never... I don't know. Like, they... There was there is a weird thing where I I felt like they had a weird age difference and yeah. I there were times where I'm like this doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, like but um I mean whatever. Like back then you could totally see like a 22-year-old guy boning a 16-year-old girl and <laughs> nobody would really ask twice about it. But like now like yeah, that would really be like Yeah, they would not Well, I mean if a big stink was made from the the woman that was in the first Jurassic Park, and she's saying, "I I was too young to be with Sam Neill." Oh yeah, movie. like I mean, that's a big deal, and she wasn't even that young. Yeah, <laughs> so well, like I was thirty five, <laughs> and they made me act with this forty eight year old man. It's like okay, so like, like yeah, this movie would never be able to happen. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just like um, yeah, I don't know. I never maybe because it's it's a dance movie and like. Yeah. I enjoyed, like, seeing her journey of learning how to dance and do all this stuff. <laughs> well, you know me, like, I, I'm all about the female lead characters, especially in uh, action <laughs> movies and stuff like that. But I get really annoyed with, like, because I get they want to present... This like, I didn't understand. <laughs> oh, when they practice in the I water. said it, like, 50 times to when yeah. we were watching, and I was like, how is this any easier? He's, like, she's so much heavier because she's soaking wet. Yeah, her clothes are <laughs> Yeah, like, how is it easier for him to lift her? Like, I just, I don't know. I didn't understand that, but yeah, anyway. I mean, like, yeah, it would have made more sense if, like, she was in her bathing suit, but they kind of just ran out in the spur of the moment and did this whole thing. And it really just seems like they just did it to have a scene in the water, like. Yeah, it's, it's, well, I mean, they got the mountains in the background, they got the lake, it's all very scenic. I mean, I yeah. guess for for her, it's easier because if she falls, she won't hurt herself. Yeah. But for him, it's not easier. Yeah. Which I guess the point was for it to be easier for her. <laughs> but he's, he's got to get buff anyway, so he's, <laughs> he's all about it. But, uh, yeah, like, like I just, I don't like a lot of, like, modern movies, because, like, the female character is, like, never allowed to be weak, always has to be strong, always has to be... Pre- I mean, to be fair, it's not even female characters, it's just all characters now in movies, like, they handle everything so easy. And what I liked about Baby was she never really had a weakness, she just... If anything, maybe her weakness was her naivety because she was young. Yeah, here we go. Oh, here's all the wallets. Yeah, the old lady, she drops her purse and, like, all these men's yeah. wallets fall out and they I help her out. I missed that the first time. But, um, yeah. Oh, but she was a dancer. Yeah. 
but um but baby's like journey is really like her growing up and becoming more assertive and like you know not that she was a weak person before she was just a kid you know Mm -hmm. what i mean kids have their place and they you know but she like this being a true coming of age story it's she was just innocent but she wasn't like dumb (laughs) no she was she she was always intelligent because like this situation with with her with penny like if she was like young and dumb like she would have like freaked out about it you know but right away she was like trying to figure out a way to help (laughs) so yeah she i mean she she baby basically figured out how to fix all their problems more than they could themselves (laughs) you know what i mean but um it's really the movie is really coming age story in terms of um you know, obviously, baby going from being a girl to a woman. I thought this scene was interesting that this, this like, lived woman felt like she needed to explain herself to a little baby. <laughs> well, I think, too, it was just that thing of the Penny character, you know, kind of being this, like, uh, beautiful, fashionable, amazing dancer. Like, like, at the beginning of the movie, like, like, baby really looked up to her. Like, there's that scene we were laughing about where she's, like... Penny's like, my mom kicked me out when I was 16, and, uh, and Baby's like, oh, I admire you so much. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> she just look, looks up to her, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, and then, like, how she actually, like, confides in her how scared she is, and it's like, yeah. here's, like, the little baby confiding this, like, lived woman. <laughs> yeah, and it's just really, too, just exposing how Penny is, like, not what she appeared to be on the outside inside. Yeah. She's still a vulnerable person herself. Yeah. It's pretty much like, um, what's her name from Greece? The one that everybody thinks is all hard and tough. Oh, Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yeah, so, so Johnny it's and Baby. a big dance. Yeah, they go to do this. Uh, it's a mambo, right? Yeah. They go to do the mambo at the Shell Drake Hotel. And it's funny, they introduced him as, I think his name was Johnny Castle and partner. Because, like, they, cause like it's funny because, like, Baby is hiding all this dancing and all this stuff that she's involved with Johnny. Um, I mean, nothing romantic has really happened between them. Maybe some flirtation. But uh, she's hiding all this from her parents. Like, she basically snuck out of, you know, their, their camp or wherever they are. She's just saying she's going to, told her sister to cover for her, basically. So she could sneak off to this other hotel and do this dance. And, uh, yeah, like, it goes pretty good. But then she messes up, like, the big lift part and all that. Like, she actually gets too scared to do it. And kind of, they kind of just cover. But the crowd, like, seems to really, um, you know, enjoy it anyway. So. And what I really liked about this scene, and it just shows how, like, fucked up I am from the way shit always plays out now in movies. Yeah. He never gets mad at her when, no. for when she messes up. He just, like, helps her. He talks her through it. And, like, even, like, the shots from far away, like, you can tell he's talking her through the routine, like, in real life, like, yeah. <laughs> to help her, like, do the routine. So it's, like, um, I don't know, like, how she didn't do the lift. And, like, he didn't, like, show frustration. He just tells her, keep going. Like, he's confused. And it's just, like, he improvises, you know? And, like, you should be able to. You're a dancer. But he just tells her, keep going, keep going. And, like, there's never a moment where he's, like, frustrated with her or, or, like, you ruined this or, you know, like, 
And I love that because it was so unexpected. And I think that was part of what's like makes him so endearing because it's like he has he's such a kind person in this movie. And it's just like, look at his face. Like, I just I don't know. Like, yeah, I just I love him in this movie. <laughs> well, I got to say, too, oh, here's the old people. <laughs> yeah, the, the old people, the lady who steals the wallet. So like they're coming in to, in to watch the show. And so, like, Baby gets scared of being like, oh, I, th- I thought they might have seen us. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, I mean, on this podcast, obviously, we talk a lot about the uh, the difference between older movies and newer movies. And I think a, big, a huge difference is... Um, Here's the first moment where he kind of seems like he's interested. Yeah, because she's changing the back seat. And it's like, he really goes out of his way to sneak a peek in this rearview mirror. But, um... I think the difference is, like, back then it was important for characters to be likable, and now people are like, oh, that's schmuck shit, that's pandering, like, you know, we can totally have have uh, the main character stand around and denigrate the other characters, mm. and you'll, you'll still like them and all that shit, and it's like, it's like, there really is something, like, you can't do it the cheap and cheesy way of mar- making your character like, like, well, you have to earn it bit by bit throughout the movie. This scene here, the way he keeps, like, looking, like, towards her, like, just kind of glancing at her. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Like, I just, and then the, when she's, like, I but I didn't do the lift, he's like, you did good, you did real good. Like, he keeps, like, um, like, making her feel better to, like, show, like, no, like, he's, he's more, like, um... God, I can't even think of the word. He's more, like, complimenting than he is, like, yeah, you messed up. It could have been better. You could have been better. Just practice more. Like, he doesn't do anything negative. Like, he tries to, like, tell her, like, no, you did good. So, like, I don't know. Like, it's weird how, like, unexpected that is. (laughs) Because it's, like, I'm not used to that. I'm used to everybody talking down to each other. (laughs) And, like, like, that's that's what I was getting at is, um... It's not a. It's not just that Johnny's a, a good guy just because the movie says Johnny's a good no. guy. Like you get that a lot of movies now. They just tell you something about a character. He actually earns it through every single mm-hmm. scene of this movie. Mm-hmm. The way he treats people, the way he's courteous. Well, to like people. here, the way he just ran in and like grabbed her hand, is so concerned about her. Yeah. Because she went to this doctor that treated her for an abortion with no freaking. <laughs> yeah, like no supplies, no painkillers. Yeah, like he just. Like, I mean, they don't go into great detail about it, but, like, yeah, yeah they, they make it seem like this guy. Because at first they're like, oh, he's a real doctor, he can do it, whatever. But this guy, I guess, uh, you know, really messed her up or didn't, you know, give her anything for pain or just mm. nothing. And um, so basically, like, she's basically, like, uh, seems like she's, like, burning. She's in pain, obviously, but it seems like she's, like, burning up sweating, like, of a fever or something. Yeah. So Baby runs and gets her... Uh, her father, who's a doctor, wakes him up in the middle of the night type thing to go help. Oh, I just noticed Penny's legs are all bloody, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so he helps her out here. He fixes her up. Just look at his face. He's like, oh, he's like dying inside. Yeah. Like, uh, and kind of like the way it is, is um, well, baby's father actually says, who's responsible for this girl? And Johnny says, well, I, I am. And then, like, you know, of course, immediately Baby's father thinks like, "Oh, you knocked this girl up and then put her through this and did mm-hmm. all this shit." So like, he like this from this point is very important to this the plot of this story. Obviously, that uh, Baby's father hates uh, Johnny from this point because he thinks he's responsible for all this. Mm-hmm. Like he won't shake Johnny's hand. Johnny's trying to thank him, 
And obviously, Baby's father says, I want you to stay away from those people and all that, you know? Yeah. And then he feels sad. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the difference, like, with the character Johnny in this. Like, it's... Like, it's not just that, like, oh, it's Patrick Swayze and he's so awesome and he's so cool. It's, like, he really is, like, a good character. He is a good guy. And it's, like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's fun to, like, watch a movie like Reservoir Dogs where everybody's a piece of shit <laughs> and ready to kill each other and stuff. But, like, you know, for for most stories, it really actually serves you that the character's likable, yeah. um, has good qualities, a person you would like to know in real life type situation. And, like, now it's, like, it, main characters of movies are just idiots and, like, really grating. It should be mentioned, too, and it's something that not either neither one of us can relate to. But this is actually a really good movie for um, girls and their dads because mm-hmm. another important aspect of this movie is the relationship between her and her dad. That's other. That's another kind of loss of innocence story in this movie because that conversation they just had where he tells her you're not the person i thought you were and like it's just because she's like he thinks like she's hanging around with these like hoods now so it's like i'm saying hoods because that's the word they use in the outsiders yeah <laughs> and like obviously he was in the outsiders well, i don't know if it's obvious, yeah i mean this is like this he was in the outsiders movie, and he's yeah. basically playing the same character yeah <laughs> who he just dances but um, I mean, he's not, he's not literally a greaser. Like, he no. doesn't have all the greasy shit in his hair, but, like, he dresses... Later on, way. it looks like he does, but... He's kind of like the greaser with the heart of gold. <laughs> yeah. He's like Johnny if Johnny was cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, yeah, Johnny, because Ponyboy was his brother. But um, Johnny and the Outsiders. Yeah. That's Macho's character, right? Johnny? No, is it Johnny? No, anyways. Ralph Macho's character. He's like him, but with... I can't remember, cool. yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, I think that's something that probably other people and other flat females could relate to with this, too, is, like, that relationship of kind of growing up and, you know, your daddy's girl, and then, like, you start growing up, and there's kind of, like, a thing of, like, the dad having to realize their daughter's growing up, and I say I can't relate because I didn't have I didn't grow up my mom raised me by herself so I can't I don't really understand that relationship, but um, there is that there too, which can't be ignored. <laughs> I like this scene too because like before like like I said before the one annoying point of the movie like when she got the money for the abortion for them. Uh, Johnny threw in her face like oh you asked your daddy for it or whatever and then like. Here she's she's like yeah I went and got my daddy I'm so brave and he says no you actually were brave he's like yeah. he's like, he took a lot of good because he realized that she basically got herself in trouble with her father like she she sacrificed herself in a way so just so her dad would go help Penny because nobody else would you know what I mean yeah but um I didn't really take that that he was insulting her when he said that because. Then when Penny said, I can't take this, he said, why don't you take the money? So, yeah. like, I don't, I didn't really take it like he was insulting her. I just, he was just kind of commenting, like, it's not her money. She got it from her dad, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-oh, here it comes. Yeah, here's where things finally turn away. It should be said, too, that, like, her dad was like, I don't want you hanging around those people anymore. And she had the makeup from the stage act they did. So mm-hmm. she was kind of, like, heavily made up, you know? Yep. 
And he goes, and take that stuff off your face. And he goes back to bed. Before your mom sees Yeah, before your mom sees She doesn't take the makeup off. She immediately goes back to Johnny's cab. <laughs> so she does the complete opposite of what her dad said. And the dad never goes to look for her to see if she went back. No, he just wants to go back to sleep. He's like, I've had enough shit for tonight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, she goes to Johnny and, like, you know, they start, they start dancing. I guess, in a way, this is some dirty dancing, but. Ooh, he's getting so much. His eyes are rolling in the back of his head when she's <laughs> kissing his neck. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of funny because, like, a lot of stuff I learned about for the first time from movies. Like, I learned about suicide from Star Wars. Uh, when Han Solo says it's suicide, kid, I had to ask my mom, like, what's suicide? And she's like, oh, when you kill yourself. Like, this, <laughs> this movie, pretty, like, I'm sure I knew or heard the word abortion before, but, like, mm. This movie kind of, like, crystallized to me, like, what abortion was, because, like... But they never say it. I think they say abortion. I don't think so, because I, I remember noticing that. Yeah. They say that she's pregnant, and then the cousin says, I made an appointment for her to go see a doctor. There's a doctor that comes through whatever town, and yeah. but they never say it. I thought they did, but, like, you get the idea she's pregnant, and then she, you know, whatever operation, abortion. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, as a kid, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure this was the first movie that I've ever seen. Because I, I haven't seen, um, or maybe I did, I don't know. I don't think I've seen, I think it was quite a few years until I've seen, like, the last, uh, American Virgin, which that, that's, like, a high school movie all about a girl getting an abortion. But I'm pretty sure I saw this first. Yeah, I I know I remember noticing that that they never said it, and even when they show her in the bed, like they aren't they don't really show her that much. Like you just yeah. see the blood on her shirt, and then I guess you said you saw it on her. I saw legs, it on her but, leg. Yeah. yeah, but like yeah, even then they don't they never really like say what she did. <laughs> it's so embarrassing too, because like she's all sick in there, and like all the other people she worked with were all there. Like just everybody knew all her business very. But that's their community that they have there. Yeah. They go there every year, it seems. So yeah. they all know each other like that. See here, like the dad is like totally like heartbroken that his little baby is no longer his baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't even want to eat, he just keeps stabbing his food. Yeah. But, um, the mom's eating grapefruit, she must be on a diet. The daughter was eating it, the other, the sister was eating it too. Yeah. My grandma used to eat grapefruit. I didn't mind it as a kid, but, like, it is bitter. Yeah, I never liked grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. So now he said they're leaving early. Yeah, the dad just wants to leave the resort early, like... Like, you kind of get the feeling that, like, they're coming into the weekend here. Like, they maybe only have two days left. And, um... Yeah, because it was Thursday. The Thursday night of the of her dance that she did. Okay, yeah, the night before. And then the mom's all like, what? What? We can't just leave. And then he's like, oh, it was just idea. We'll go. And you can see he's having to put on a face. He's really trying to please the other daughter because she wants to stay for the talent show. But <laughs> you can tell he's really hurt because, like... He didn't like how baby was lying to him and everything. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I thought it was interesting, too, because, like, the dad gets up from the breakfast or whatever, and then it cuts to, and he leaves, and it cuts to... Uh, Look how she's pointing her feet still laying down. 
<laughs> totally a dancer. Baby goes to see Penny, and Penny's like, oh, you just missed your father. He came to check on me again. So, like, I really, like, again, it's just, it's just little moments that earn, you know, like, I, like, you can't help but really like the father. I mean, obviously, he's under the wrong impression. Like, yeah. I don't blame him. Because he doesn't know the truth. He doesn't know the truth. He's, yeah, he's under an the, assumption. The wrong assumption that Johnny's a slime bag. And here's the awkwardness of the situation. <laughs> yeah, and this is a great scene, and, like, uh, me and Bat were talking about this when we did No Man's Land on the last episode was a, there was a scene where Charlie Sheen and his sister were talking and they're, they're kind of dancing around the subject and it's just the actors playing on each other. This is another great scene mm-hmm. where uh, Penny, Baby, and Johnny, they're all talking and like, <laughs> you know, like obviously nothing suspicious when it's just Baby and Penny <laughs> talking, but when Johnny comes in, Penny picks up on the the sexual tension or the yeah, the romance the awkwardness. That, that's now there. The yeah, that's between uh, Baby and Johnny, which obviously wasn't there the last time she saw them together. You know, mm-hmm. like she can tell something's happened, and she as soon as Baby leaves the room, <laughs> she tells Johnny, "You got to stop this." You know, what are you doing? Yeah, but um, again, just like. I, I don't know, like, that's something you kind of don't see in movies anymore either. Actors well, playing off each other like that. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. It's probably, you don't see it in a lot of the movies that you watch, but it's a very common thing in movies that are female-directed, female-oriented, whatever, audience, whatever. Not directed by female, but just, yeah, you know, chick flicks kind of thing, I guess. But speaking of, do they really make chick flicks anymore? Because, I mean, I don't... I mean, I know there's, like, all the Hallmark stuff and stuff, but, I mean, like, as far as, like, movie movies, I can't really think of the last time, like... Like, I feel like there's all these, like, female superhero things and stuff, but I don't really... No, I mean, it's gone the way of the rom-com. Like, they don't Mm. really exist anymore. Like, I remember uh, every summer, like there'd be, like, one or two, like, weekends where, like, a big, uh, like, a blockbuster would open, and, like, it's, like, what do you call it, counter-programming, they would release, like, some kind of female movie or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like... Yeah, because they knew that not all females want to go see people get blowed up, so... Yeah, give them a choice, <laughs> They would too, give yeah. women... There would actually be motives of having women have a sisterhood together to go see female movies. yeah. And somehow that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, but we should all have a, a sisterhood and understand the feminine mystique and all that. How? In what situation <laughs> would we do that now? I have no idea. <laughs> I see a woman walk in a room and boss a bunch of men around. That's how Ugh. young girls get taught. That makes me dislike women. But um, <laughs> it's kind of funny though, because it's like I know I know this. Oh, well, you got a bush. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Swayze. Blurry. It's kind of <laughs> funny because, like, like I feel like, um, you know, nowadays, like Swayze, he's re- like, like the favorite Swayze movie of men, and I think it's kind of sad because he did like Red Dawn and Outsiders, but like all the men are all about Roadhouse and Patrick mm. Swayze. That's like the only <laughs> Patrick Swayze movie they like, and then all the women are like their favorite Patrick Swayze movie is obviously this Dirty <laughs> Dancing. But, um, it's, like, I can't really think of anybody, 
an actor or an actress that's like beloved by two by you know Both. men and women yeah. but, but for different movies you yeah know? so like in this one she's for whatever reason started asking him about all the other women he's been with and yeah. he starts telling her about all the floozies he's been the with while she's there and i thought it was so weird how like he was like oh they take it well not that he said this but he was telling her like oh they take care of themselves and like you know they smell so good and she's like i get it you were using them <laughs> like i yeah. remember i said when we were watching yeah. it i was like why'd she say that that's not how it was it was they were using him yeah. <laughs> i just thought it was so weird that she said that well, what's great really about the writing and the acting she's there... She's telling him his, her name for the first time. Yeah. Well, I think she was just was thinking from the male point of view of a guy who sleeps around. Yeah. Is using girls. But if you actually listen to the words he was saying, the way he was saying it... Yeah. He was saying, like, they make me feel special. Yeah. Like, banging all these floozies makes me feel special. But then, but then he talks about, like, but they don't like me. They like, you know... Like, like kind of, kind of like that movie I was watching last night, Elvis Nixon. Like, there's a great scene where, um, where uh, Michael Shannon is Elvis. He's explaining to his friend. He's like, when you walk in a room, they see you. And he's like, when I walk in a room, they see they see this thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's kind of like how Johnny is. Like, he's yeah. like this swinging dick stud to these women, yeah. and they give him attention and everything. But then at the end, he just feels like an empty gigolo. You know? Yeah. So here's. Like, let's talk about the sister, because we haven't really talked about the older sister that much. I was like, going to earlier, but I was going to wait till the singing scene. <laughs> yeah, like, she really, like, uh... She, I mean, it's a great performance. It's nothing against the actress. It's just potentially how the, the part is supposed to be played. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, she was telling Baby she's decided to go all the way with Robbie, and Baby's like, oh, no, you can't. And, like, I was kind of curious why Baby just didn't, like, tell her, like, straight out, but... Like, how slimy Robbie was or whatever. Yeah, because she was trying to say, not like that. Not with somebody like him. Like, she was trying to talk her out of it. But yeah. it's funny she's making fun of him <laughs> for his teaching <laughs> mm -hmm. of all the stuff he was telling her. And I thought this scene was great, too, because it's like... <laughs> it's like they have the bond now, Baby and Johnny. Have, <laughs> he falls on the floor. <laughs> they, ha they have the bond of obviously being lovers now at this point. Of they're falling in love with each other. I like this part. <laughs> but, but they also, yeah, like they're singing. They're like uh, lip syncing the lyrics to this song. It's like a song with a man and a woman part. It's really cute. But, but they also, it's cool, like the way they're playing back and forth like this. They also have the bond of like dance together now. You know, like. Yeah. Like, baby's immersing herself into the, She's the like world. She's like the way him and Penny were. Yeah. But, yeah. They, but they're, but they like, for real. Yeah. Because they're actually, you know... Her, they have feelings for each other. Her and Johnny are, like, a couple. Yeah. And this part was great, how they, like, separate from each other. Yeah, the, the, the nerd guy who's, like, the son of the owner of the resort <laughs> comes in, and, like, he's been trying to get a baby the whole time. Ugh. I could teach you, kid. Oh, he's like, yeah. Get out of here. He's such a dirt. But, like, again, like, you gotta appreciate it, like, when an actor, just like the the girl plays the sister, when an actor is willing to come in and, like, they know this character's gonna be, like, so despicable. <laughs> oh, and, like, you know, like, you don't really see that now. I don't feel like character actors like that willing to put themselves out there quite like that. He's, like, trying to talk to him and get all excited about our routine. He's like, no, 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 you're gonna do what I want. Yeah, so, like, basically they do this big going away show 
uh, for the resort and everything. The last. Ooh, I got a great idea. Yeah, this this dork wants uh, Johnny to do the pachanga, but <laughs> Johnny's got like this real progressive idea with like all the dancers incorporating them and using some uh, Latin rhythms and some new music. Basically, t- like what Johnny's idea is, basically, he's just trying to like do like a fusion of dance styles and yeah, you know, and like the movie doesn't go into great detail, but I'm sure like a lot of what he's saying is with the Latin rhythms and stuff. I'm sure a lot of what he's saying is like, you know basically ethnic music or ethnic dance that wasn't really mainstream at the time i think it's really just a dance style like because he said soul dancing and that's kind of like that's not refined he wants them to stick with ballroom type dances and he wants to do like modern stuff i really like this part too is how pissed off patrick swayze is that the guy won't let him do the the dance stuff that he wants to do mm-hmm. and he's just like oh and he doesn't get it he never had, had they're rich and they're mean and they won't listen to yeah, me yeah <laughs> they're rich and they're mean and, he, and he's basically he feels trapped because he's got to do what the guy says uh you know or else uh he won't be asked back the next year i think this this part's funny how it's just like all of a sudden my dad called me today and it's like what you have a phone <laughs> yeah yeah he's talking about you know when the the summer job wraps up he'll uh he'll go start training to be a house painter i i was surprised that this ended up being such a because like baby and johnny like they're up on this little hill and then baby's like wait get down duck down and it's because her dad and her sister and robbie are coming out of like the whatever building and um baby doesn't want uh you know the dad to see her but it's really because like I don't think Johnny understands that the dad, that, you know, what he thinks and doesn't want them together. But uh, he has a good long neck. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jerry Orbach was putting his arm around the Robbie guy, and it's like really interesting that that comes into play later. Like, yeah. like that was such an intentional shot. And it was really quick, but you had to pay yeah. attention. But it was an intentional shot of Jerry Orbach having his arm around that guy because he comes into the story later. Mm-hmm. But um, I like her. She's always like running all childish <laughs> when she's running through there. That's what I'm saying. Is that's why she's so likable, though. She's so like adorable that way. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is an interesting scene too because uh, he's all insulted that you know. You're afraid your your dad's gonna see, you know, like he thinks that like, she's ashamed of him, but she's really not. And just at the same time, here comes a uh, slimeball Robbie. I went slummy too. Oh my god! Yeah, he like right to his like. What is what did Robbie think was gonna happen? Kill him! Kill him! When he insulted <laughs> Penny like that, right to Johnny's face. I mean, <laughs> oh damn! He bitch slapped him. Yeah. <laughs> This is a good fight, too. Like, it's... Obviously, it's not roadhouse-worthy. But it's a good kind of actual realistic fight. I like how he no-sold Dasher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like, Johnny wants him to punch him because he knows he's a puss. You know he can't deliver a good... Yeah, you're not worth Good punch. But it's good. I think this also does a lot uh, to further, like, his character because he has the sense to say it, tell him, like, you're not even worth it. Yeah. You're not worth the trouble. Yeah. 
I was kind of surprised that he didn't, like, call the cops or something. Mm-hmm. Robbie, because he's such a piece of garbage like that. because well, he's a scumbag himself. Yeah. Oh, no, here it is. Okay, here's where the sister's <laughs> practicing her thing for the big talent yeah, show or whatever. Hawaiian number. It's a Hawaiian number, and she's got the voice of not an angel, but of a seagull. <laughs> the whole time she's yeah. singing in the background of this scene. <laughs> you know what's so weird, too, is, like, I hadn't seen this movie in, like, 35 years, and, like, I remember that, like, even before we saw it, like, I knew that part was coming up, and, like, I remember exactly what her voice sounded like get to see more of his character development yeah it's a great scene because like baby's sitting nearby and johnny's going over some sheet music and stuff and then the the cougar comes telling him like oh like one last night or whatever and then like you know before he just leaves and like baby's kind of nervous at first thinking like she's gonna he's gonna go back to banging these sluts but uh he's really not about (laughs) it at all anymore I think, if anything, he felt, like, cheap again there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's singing this song for a long-ass <laughs> time. It's pretty good. Oh, but yeah. it really fits this scene, too, because, like, all the kind of torture shit that's going on in this scene. Johnny's Johnny's talking to the cougar's husband, and he's like, Oh, here, here's a hundred bucks. Give my wife a... Uh, some extra dance lessons. So, like, the husband actually knows <laughs> that his wife is, like, sleeping around and he doesn't care. And then obviously, I don't think that's what it is. I think they, he's just saying that to, like, make her happy. Really? You, you, you really think that that guy doesn't get what's going on? Yeah, I don't. I, I totally don't thought he, like, knew all about it. He just didn't care. I mean, I don't think he cares that his wife wants to be around this hunky man, but yeah. I didn't get that. I don't. I didn't take that as he knew about it. Because he kind of seemed like a card shark the way they were talking about him the whole movie. Yeah. Mo <laughs> Pressman, the card shark. How did they make them sisters? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's like one's so pretty and the other one's like so harsh. <laughs> yeah. I just think the girl's playing the dorky over. And here's a great... Yeah, she's like, oh, I've decided I'm going to go sleep with Robbie. So the sister right here goes to Robbie's cabin. And then he's banging the cougar that Johnny turned Ugh. down. Yep. She thinks she's surprising him. Oh, and then <laughs> the yeah. first thing you said. Don't you see the towel on the yeah. door? <laughs> like, usually it's a tie or a sock hanging on the door. But when you see <laughs> shit hanging on the door, you don't want to be going in. <laughs> That, that's the sign, don't come in here, there's some banging going on. No, she doesn't get it. She doesn't live that life. Yeah, she oh. thinks it's good. <laughs> I love how the shock she is, too. <laughs> it was a great moment. Great comedic moment. <laughs> that's what's cool about this movie. It has all these little things like that. Mm-hmm. Little surprises. Dang, man, they're getting it on all day. Yeah, Johnny and Baby are pretty much banging the weekend out. <laughs> but, like, the the only thing that, like, honestly kind of, like, bothered me about this Oh, movie, here's the scene you were talking about. Yeah, so so they're laying in bed having pillow talk. <laughs> and Johnny says he actually had a dream that, you know, he was with Baby's father and her. And that, uh, you know, 
the dad accepted him and put his arm around him the way he did Robbie. And I like I thought I just thought that was such an interesting thing that this kind of t- again just showing really how vulnerable and sensitive this guy is who seemed like this big stud earlier in the movie, you know, like they really flesh his character out and give him a lot of depth that, you know, he really, he like has, you know, hopes and emotions like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the cougar lady <laughs> sees, uh, Swayze and baby parting ways there in the morning while she's doing her, her, I don't know what she would call it. Walk of shame. Floozy walk of shame. Yeah. <laughs> What were you going to say what you don't like about this movie? Or no, like, the only thing, like, I was kind of, like, waiting for or wanting or whatever is, uh, I wanted Baby and Johnny to talk about, like, what their plan was going to be to stay together mm. or stay in contact or whatever. Because they don't really, like, set it up, like, you know, in the, in the, I was going to say the real world, but, you know, like, <laughs> wherever they're each respectively from, like, yeah. they didn't really set up, like, how far apart they are from each other, and, yeah. like, I just wish there was, like, a conversation, like, oh, I could come see you on the weekends, or, you know, just something. But I think that's because that's how it is during the summer when you're away somewhere and you're having a fling, like, you don't mm-hmm. think about stuff like that. Yeah, I just think the movie, yeah, like, I mean, I get that aspect of it, too, but it just seemed like their time was... You know, the t- the clock was kind of ticking down or whatever. So here they think that Johnny's stealing some wallets. Yeah. And like, she knows that he didn't because she was with him. Yeah, the owner's talking about like, yeah, we're going to... Because basically the 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 guy, Mo Pressman, his wallet got stolen. <laughs> the dad still, I can't. Yeah. Oh, God, you're being bad again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, with those, those carny people you hang out with. <laughs> But yeah, baby's trying to explain that like he, you know, he didn't steal the wallet because it got stolen late at night, and they're like, "Well, how would you know that, baby?" And he's like, "Well, you know, he said he was in his room alone, but you know, obviously, you know, that's a lie because he's a thief." And she's like, "No, she has to explain like basically, no, I was with him all night, so obviously we know what was happening. <laughs> Everybody knows what was happening." She's saying she thinks it's the old people, and they're saying, "No way." <laughs> Yeah, because she did notice that that lady dropped all those wallets or whatever. Oh, there she said it. There she is. So it's like, it's kind of like a really fucked up situation. Like, I mean, like, uh, they end up, like, figuring out. Yeah, see, here's what I was talking about, the gazebo. Oh, okay, yeah. This is a really important scene between Baby and her dad. And if you notice, it's very subtle, but those leaves falling. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the turning of of the, you know... Season. Oh, the thing, which this is this is kind of a good movie to release in early October, good podcast episode because it kind of coincides with this, the end of the summer type feeling. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like just that again, just the ambiance, what we we're talking about earlier tonight at dinner of green screen shit versus real shit, just those leaves falling and like in front of the camera as they're like introing that scene, kind of mm-hmm. like you totally get the the early autumn feel. And, like, it complements, like, the kind of depression and I don't know what, you know, what you're saying of of the father realizing his daughter's growing up and that there's this, the relationship between him and his daughter is not what he thought it was. Yeah. But uh, I like that she comes and, like, talks to him instead of just saying, like, oh, I've been bad and I'm sorry and blah, blah, blah. You know, he, she really kind of pours her heart out to uh, her dad and, you know... Mm. Let's him know that, uh, 
you know, she loves him, but, you know, he has to accept her for who she is, and she's growing oh, up. This and, part where, oh, that little frown that gets on his face. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> when she breaks down crying, he's trying not to break down. Oh, And he's my starting God. yeah. I don't know if oh, he actually tears good. up, but he starts to care. Just, I think he tears up. Just that, every yeah, wife's like, just that shot of him looking out on the lake like that, and just <laughs> feeling like, I mean, obviously, I don't know what it's like to be a father, let alone a father of a teenage girl, but like, <laughs> like, I just felt that so much yeah. when we were watching that scene the other night, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is sad. You mean they didn't need to colorize the scene for you to oh. gr- blue-gray for you to understand that the scene was yeah. sad? Yeah. <laughs> it was just a great scene the way it was shot and acted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's telling them they found out about the old people. <laughs> yeah. Which this is like all kind of a kind of convenient plot, all this stuff that happened. He still lost his job. Yeah. It's like he wasn't the thief, but because Baby Hout had to out herself as being with them. Yeah. He got fired for, uh, you know. Fraternizing. Fraternizing with the guests, <laughs> which is frowned upon. Which is interesting because, like, pretty much, like, everybody was doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they told him if he leaves quietly, they'll still give him a summer bonus or whatever. I like how he appreciates what she did. Yeah. But that's why I really mean about her character is, um, it's really her coming to her own, standing up for herself, asserting herself, you know? Yeah. Like, she put she put her neck out there a lot in this movie for other here people. Here he is. Yeah. Here he is. Now he's got his greaser do and the yep. sunglasses because he's, yep. he's fired or whatever. But look at his little walk that he has. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a tough walk. <laughs> well, he's got them little shoes on with the heels. Those dancer shoes. Yeah. He's still trying to get the dad's approval. Yeah, he, uh... Mm, look he at that face. Basically goes to thank her dad. And he's talking, but then, like, the dad says, like, Oh, like, I know everything about you. You got a girl in trouble, and then you you moved on to a, a younger girl. Which, that's really what the slimeball Robbie guy did. Yeah, sent her <laughs> off to a butcher. Dairy was his name. I always wanted to call him Dally, but I know that was, uh... That's Matt Dillon's character. But I knew it was with a D. His name yeah, is Daryl, but they called him Derry. And then Rob Lowe was Soda Pop. And then... Ralph Macchio was Johnny Cade. That's right. Ralph Macchio was Johnny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Pony Boy was Thomas Hunt. Yeah, and this is, this is, uh... You know, obviously Patrick Swayze doesn't explain the truth because it's not like her dad would have really believed him probably at that point anyway, but he's just... <laughs> he just says, yeah, that's what you would see in me. And then this is the goodbye scene. He's leaving the... I keep wanting to call it a camp, but it's a resort. And this is uh, when uh, she, the hit song, She's Like the Wind, is playing in the background. Which is a really great song. Which is written and sung by uh, Patrick Swayze. It's so funny how casual they're being with each other. Like, they haven't been sleeping with each other the whole time. <laughs> I know. There's... Well, it's like... They're, yeah, it's like... It's interesting because they're really just playing, like, the sentimentality and, like... I guess like I don't know like like they're they're partying going their separate way. They're not really breaking up, but at the same time, like they know it's kind of over. They just thing. can't be together. Yeah. Dang, he bumped out. Yeah, like gravel <laughs> road, man. He sent them rock spinning. <laughs> She's like, I'm just gonna stand here in all this dust. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, cause she's like the wind. She's all <laughs> blonde, like gravel blonde everywhere. Now she's. And he, yeah, her demeanor now that he's gone, he's left the resort. She's totally just like. Boring. Yeah, she's kind of like <laughs> she's kind of like contemplating, but she's kind of just like you can tell her joy is gone from like the thing. Mm-hmm. She's getting dressed for the show. Yeah. <laughs> she's so sad. Yeah, she's ready to break down. I like this too because like the sister, who's kind of been an intentionally annoying character the whole movie. Comes is like, oh, I'll fix your hair, I'll do it, or whatever. Because uh, the sister kind of has more straight, it's kind of wavy, but she kind of has more straight hair, and baby has a super curly hair. And finally the sister says, oh, you know what, you, you know, you're more pretty your way. And, like, I like that. It's, like, another uh, moment of, you know, them coming closer and, like, somebody just accepting baby for who she really is. Well, in the scene when they were talking in the bedroom, like... Like, the sister seems like she's oblivious and just kind of into her own world, but she actually knows what's going on because she makes a comment to her saying, like, oh, all you cared about is that you're not daddy's little girl anymore. So it's like she knows what's happening. Like, she gets it. You know, she just was so into herself. She didn't really care. (laughs) She was just into herself and her Robbie situation. Yeah. But, yeah, that's like a moment where they finally come together. Yeah. Yeah. And here she is watching the show with her parents. She's kind of just back to being a kid again and not really being her own woman the way we've seen her. But she looks grown up. She does. It's it's really weird, like, how you say it. But, like, yeah, like, the beginning, before she meets Johnny and all that stuff, like, she really does. She looks very childlike. Yeah. And here you see the other dancers, and they're just watching, like, the squares sing their stupid songs (laughs) on the... Oh, look at that guy looking at her. The pirate guy. Yeah, the pirate, Mo Pressman. Oh, my God. Yeah, because she is kind of... I was kind of surprised how naked she was for, like, her top or whatever. The sister. Well, because she's doing a Hawaiian song. Yeah, but you think that they would, like, they would have been more modest. (laughs) The dad's like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. And this is, like, the only time I kind of find the movie to be somewhat unbelievable kind of <laughs> but the dad goes to give uh rock slime ball robbie because he was the waiter or whatever he gives him like a envelope like you know as a tip for like a season of service and robbie's like oh thanks like for uh you know taking care of that girl who had the abortion and, you know <laughs> and he says yeah like you know i got the girl in trouble but you know you never know like she was might have been sleeping around with other people <laughs> and that's when the dad realized it wasn't johnny it was him it just I just didn't believe like after the, the Robbie guy got close with the baby's dad like that and baby's dad obviously liked him because he was training to be a young doctor or whatever. Like <laughs> like why would you like really like say that, like blow yourself up like that? Yeah, I don't know. I guess he thought they were closer. He's like, he Yeah, thought. you get it, right? Yeah, we bang yeah. these these sluts and yeah. then we <laughs> trounce off and don't take any responsibility. Oh. See, this scene, too, like, he's talking about how, like, he feels like it's coming to an end. Yeah, the owner. It's kind of like how I was saying with JFK getting shot. It's like the the country lost its innocence. And, like, this whole experience was, like, innocent times of, like, oh, you'd go to the Catskills every summer and do whatever you did there. And it was fun, family fun, you know, kind of thing. Like how he's saying like i feel like it's all coming to an end and it's like yeah he's talking to uh, the band leader guy and he's saying like yeah it's all coming to the end and 
kids don't want to hang out with their parents for the summer. They want to go on trips themselves. Around and, the world. Yeah, to yeah. Europe or whatever. And, like, it, it, it really is. It started, like, the way the movie starts wrapping up, it starts becoming um, more, like, sentimental of a movie. Like, you can see... Well, and two, it's the early 60s at this point, so it's like, that's when all of the, you know, living free, hippie kind of thought movement was starting up to where you didn't do what the man told you to do and all this stuff, so like... It's it's like this, it's... Just times Like, things are changing really from the 50s to what the 60s would end up becoming, yeah. Nobody puts a baby in a corner. When he said that line, it was so unexpected because I was like, oh, he says it here? Like, it was so weird. (laughs) It was weird, even for me, and I had seen the movie before, but, like, I always heard that line, but I never knew what it was. Like, I didn't really remember how it went down in the movie. Yeah, I've always heard that line, and I never knew what it was from. I always thought it was like... When he said it, I was like, that was it. Somebody (laughs) was trying to tell Baby to, like, not do something or step down, and, like, I always thought it was, like... But he really just burst in and tells the dad, because, like, Baby... She's not really even in a corner. It was so obnoxious. Like, um, not obnoxious. It just said obnoxious on the thing. It was so uh, out of place, like, out of nowhere. He just barges in, and she's sitting up against the wall, and he tells (laughs) Baby's father, nobody puts Baby in a corner. (laughs) But, yeah, he basically storms in. And, like, this is, like, where it starts to get really kind of, like, over-the-top movie-esque, but I really love it, and it just all kind of crescendos here. (laughs) But he comes in, and he's like, you know. Finally, the mom says, no, man. Let her have her moment. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, it was like the after they slept each other, he actually asked uh, Baby what her real name was, and she told him Francis. Katie, <laughs> it's funny how he says that's a real grown up name. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's a real grown up name, baby. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, he t- he tells he tells everybody, and you know, on stage here, he's like, "I'm gonna do a dance, and it's with my partner." Miss Frances Houseman. <laughs> and, like, he refuses to call her baby anymore. I love how many scenes there were where he had, like, that stank face on his face. Yeah. Oh, look how sweet. Oh. <laughs> but, like, I just love that face that he makes. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny, because, like, like... Look at this guy. Oh they're they're doing this awesome dance here. And this is kind of, like, the famous scene that you always see, like... Like, in the posters and stuff, it's yeah. referencing this dancing. But, like, it's kind of funny, like, uh, <laughs> that them two, like, really didn't like each other at all. And I don't know if it's something that started on Red Dawn, but I know, like, like I know from interviews, like, That's people cool. said on Red Dawn, like, she was kind of standoffish <laughs> or whatever, just the way she was. So, it's like... I think she was just kind of difficult and, you know, whatever, like, they didn't really get along. But, like, to their credit, you would never freaking know it watching this movie. <laughs> There's so much chemistry on the screen. And maybe that's why it's worked. Maybe it's just, like... Well, maybe the the, the dancing aspect changed her mind because she yeah. saw who he really was. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's... I mean, like... God, she moves her feet so bad sometimes. It looks so awkward. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like, they really are like one of the best movie couples that I think I've probably seen in my uh, my life of watching movies. And like, this is what I was saying, like, 
the way this movie ends and the way it kind of left me. Woo. Look at him jumping off. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like almost like over the top, but it's like, it's a good over the top, like all the dancing and stuff. Like, well, it ends basically like an actual musical. Like a musical number. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean about it being over the top. Like, yeah. it starts to get really fantastical and great. Yeah. But, um. Look at this guy. It, it kind of, oh, yeah, it starts getting stanky. <laughs> but, uh. It's kind of like reminds me of how like they said, uh, you know, I wasn't born yet when the first Rocky movie came out, but how they said like people would like walk out of the theater, Rocky shadow boxing and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, I didn't feel like jumping up and really dancing after <laughs> this was over, but like you, I had that, that feeling of like, yeah. But see how like, she's moving there? Like even there, she like, you could tell she can't really dance. Like well, she I has mean, no rhythm. <laughs> I mean, she did her best, but I mean, it's a but, movie, yeah. But, um, yeah, just this movie, because it it's, like, both the characters, both the Johnny character and the baby character, like, Wee! <laughs> they really go through a lot of shit in the course of oh this movie. She's so scared. And, like, by the end, they're, like, totally, uh, well, she's a different person because she's growing up, but <laughs> even he, he's got, like, a new... <laughs> like actual confidence in himself and yeah. like yeah like i like how the parents and even the dad like he sees the way she's dancing it's like you know it's like impressive <clears throat> well like even throughout the movie he constantly says like nobody ever has treated me like this like how she's always like standing up for him or like treating yeah. him with kindness and stuff like he said it a couple of times like nobody's ever done anything like that for me where like you know she told him told the people like it wasn't him that stole the stuff and all that so like you think this was a uh, lesbians for the yeah, first these, time these on these TV? Like, old like seven year old ladies get up dance each other and like they kind of like make a point about it and you're like okay kind of and then the old guy like... comes behind looking at him like ooh yeah <laughs> it's really odd. but like there's that shot too like and here they go they're gonna walk out and then they don't yeah, baby and Johnny are walking out and then uh, baby's dad stops him and basically apologizes to them, you know, and, like, I think they shake hands or something here. But, like, yeah, they're, like, walking out the door, and then all of a sudden, they're just, like, back in the crowd dancing. <laughs> I like this part. Yeah, when he tells you, you look wonderful out there. Just great. That's what I mean, just, like, one line of dialogue. She's still your baby. Yeah, the emotion. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know, it's just, like, <laughs> yeah, her sister's trying oh to dance. God. And then, like, Penny had went up to her dad earlier, and you could see he was hugging him and stuff. So, just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, is this a little over the top? Sure. But, like, that was the point of movies back then. They, you know, they weren't afraid to swing for the fences type thing. <laughs> yeah, everybody's dancing now. Like, the dancers got involved in the number, and then the dancers got everybody in the crowd up and dancing. They threw all the chairs out of the way. There was a scene at the beginning when the cousin made a comment saying, can you imagine dancing like this on the main floor or whatever? Like, here, here, then they're yeah. back on the dance floor. They're not leaving after all. <laughs> but, um, and, like, now they actually are doing that dancing on here. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the time of my life. Like, that song was on the radio nonstop for, like, two years <laughs> after this movie came out. No, I like how he's singing it to her. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. But like he's saying, look, he looks like he's going to cry. Oh my gosh, this guy. It, there's this... Um, okay, so this is what I had said afterwards. 
you always hear that thing about the it, the it factor or like, you know, there's that stereotype of like people, oh, there's the little kids dancing too. Yeah, the little kids are dancing. <laughs> Dang, he's jamming. Um, about like how, you know, some people make it in the business because they have it. Yeah. And like, I never like, you know, throughout my whole life that I've watched movies or watched singers or performers, musicians, whatever. I've never seen anybody that I would say, oh, they have it, you know? Yeah. But when I watched this, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy has it. Like, yeah. it's like so, because it's beyond being hunky, you know? It's like, yeah. the, it was like the expressions he was making on his face. It was like he was really living what he was feeling. The emotion, it was so yeah. yeah, it was so believable. Like, it just seemed like he was on the verge of crying, like... Because, like, he just was feeling the emotion so much. And it's just, like, that was really what I was left with, like, afterwards. Because, like I said, like, this was really the first Patrick Swayze movie I've ever watched. Yeah. I don't think we've watched it. I don't think we've watched anything that he's been in. I mean, yeah. So, like, this was, to me, like, like you were saying earlier, like... This is really him because he is really a dancer. He got to yeah. be who he was, like, basically in real life for this movie. Other than, you know, obviously the hood character he had to be. But, like, you know, it just... You could see that on film. Like, yeah. that that was genuinely <laughs> who he possibly it, yeah, was. It was, like, like, it was yeah. all real, yeah. It was, like... <laughs> yeah, there was so, really to me, real. that's what I was left with. I just... I couldn't even, like... It just like that's it. He just has it. Like there's nothing you can't really. It's not really something you can describe. <laughs> yeah, I I just honestly like it's a phenomenon. <laughs> I think a little bit. I think it's almost. I mean, not that there's anything wrong for any movie being made for men or being made for women. Mm. That's not really a denigrative thing to itself. But I think this movie gets, it is now. Yeah, well, I, well, yeah, because <laughs> men are shit. But uh, I think it's like I think it's like. Almost like not a put down, but you know, it's like limiting to say this is only a movie for like women, because like, like I don't think I'm probably the only, uh, you know, the only guy who really likes this movie, because it's just like, it's just on top of it, it's just fun, like you know, just the way it kind of it kind of just breezes by, like even the um the you know the the serious parts about the abortion and all that and all this so like the drama it's like you know it gets resolved in a way that where it's like you know you know it's all kind of like a happy ending but like i don't know like there's just a lot of meat on the bone for like a movie that's really not that long and it's you know it's kind of basic but it's just like all taking place at this summer resort but there's like a lot going on and like it's like you have true uh kind of movie star performances from both of them and uh yeah like I think it's just a lot more like I know obviously like we you know we said this is a movie that a lot of moms and daughters whatever but like I just think this is a movie that just general like there's so much the time period that portrays like there's so much about it that's enjoyable that you know I wouldn't just limit it to you know just one audience and like uh one thing that's like really unusual but really was good was like they had obviously all the period music in this film 
but they worked in like some like modern hits like they had that song hungry eyes and you know Swayze's song she liked the wind and it's like not that you would mistake either one of those for early 60s songs but just for the filmmaking the times and the movies where they slipped those songs in uh like it fit like you weren't like oh i'm out of the period time period like you know like when you watch inglorious bastards and then like at the end like uh quentin tarantino plays cat people by david bowie like you know you're not in the time period anymore like I totally, like, it It took me a while to be like, oh, like, that's not an old song, and it's in the movie, but it fits, you know, with their yeah. dancing. I don't know. I think, I think you need to give yourself more credit, because uh, I don't think uh, any average guy would be like, <laughs> I want to watch this movie, I like it, you know, I don't think, well, you're very open to a lot of stuff, and I, you know, I've had you watch a lot of stuff that yeah. I've surprised sometimes that you'd be willing to watch it with me but um i mean you've even sat through a couple of my hallmark channel movies with me. Yeah. just because i mean usually because there's an actor in it that you like or know yeah. and you want to see what bruce campbell i'm gonna watch I don't <laughs> you want to see hallmark movie or not. you want to see what they're like in it so like yeah, yeah. but i mean you've watched a, another one that wasn't really with somebody you knew i think and like yeah, i don't know I just think you... Sometimes they have a premise I like or whatever. You're a special kind of guy, sir. Yes. So you need to... No, I'm going like... to give you the credit for that, that not an average guy would not sit and be like, I think I want to watch Dirty Dancing oh, yeah. <laughs> and then be into it. <laughs> I mean, I made you watch Dirty Dancing. That's how far gone I am. But, like, no, but the thing, the thing is, like... It's not bad. It's, like, it's Swayze's a... not, like, some, like, boring fucking <laughs> dance... Like, he's, like, a cool fucking guy in this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? There like, were a lot of moments, like, when we watched it the first time, where I was sitting here and I was just like, damn, this guy's so cool. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, honestly, like, I mean, I didn't... Not like I, like, went around imitating him or anything, but, like, there is... There was, traditionally, there was that thing where, like, movies and stuff and, like, like young people would like I don't know what you call it, like imitate it but like you would be influenced like like look at James Dean look how many yeah. fucking guys wore the jackets and the pompadours and fucking smoked cigarettes I mean, because that's of basically James Dean. how you he was dressed like like the you know like like Patrick Swayze is that type of guy like as a guy you watch him and like oh he's cool you know like you know and like like I mean he dances like they showed him beating up that Robbie guy like he's just like you know he's fucking driving the old 50s car and shit like leather jacket like he's a cool guy like but he was still very um uh i don't know he was very dancer-esque mm-hmm. with the way he moved so uh i could see how a guy might be like what's up with this dude like why is he fluttering around on his toes like that <laughs> like, he's, he, you know roadhouse is a real weird thing because everybody's like oh roadhouse so over the top and he rips a guy's throat out but like He's very, like, more poofy-haired and silt-shirted and, like, soft in Roadhouse than he is in this. It's really weird. But, no, I just really love this movie, and, like, I've been wanting to rewatch it for years. And, obviously, it's it's one of the quintessential Patrick Swayze performances, if not. You know, I, I mean, I love Point Break as well. Mm. Um he is not handsome in that movie. But, yeah, he's got, he's got that real nasty bleach mullet yeah. and stuff. But, like, yeah, but, like... I don't know, like, like this is really one of his best. Like, I mean, my favorite because Red Dawn is just one of my favorite movies. Period. And I, he, I, to me, he's amazing in that movie. But uh, I might have seen Point Break like yeah. a really long time ago, 
But I really don't think I have. Yeah. I think I've seen parts of it on TV or whatever, but I've never watched the whole thing. But yeah, I think this is probably just his best overall performance. Because like the thing I was talking about, like he got just to use everything from his life and his you complete know, his, resume, yeah, and his skills. love for dancing <laughs> and stuff. And yeah. you know, it's it's really a shame unless there's like, well, actually, there there is a movie he made with his wife, which I, I did I didn't even know existed until the other day. That's a dance movie, so I do want to see that, but. You know, like, John Travolta had that thing where he was all about dancing and, like, Saturday Night Fever in Greece, mm. and then, like, a long time he didn't, but then he got to have kind of, like, that moment again in Pulp Fiction and shit, and <laughs> it, it kind of sucks that Swayze didn't really get to have, because Swayze didn't really get to have an old man career. Yeah. Like, he was just, I think he, maybe he was, like, in his early 50s or whatever when he died, and uh, he never really got to have that, like, mature, like, older gentleman type career, unfortunately, because yeah. he passed away so early, so... So, yeah, so, I don't know, like, 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 not that I would ever think that you would, like, not like this movie or not, <laughs> like, I knew you weren't going to be like, oh, it sucks, but I'm glad you actually enjoyed it as much, because, like, when it was over, like, I thought I just, I was the only one who, uh, <laughs> you know, really liked it when we watched it the other night, but I, I was surprised. It just left me speechless, I just didn't. I didn't know how to like talk about it. It was weird. Like yeah. I've ne- a movie has never really left me like that. Usually it leaves me the exact opposite. Like I'm usually either like bawling my eyes out or I'm like super like happy or goofy happy or yeah. something cuz you know I had fun watching it or whatever. But like yeah, like this left me the exact opposite. Like I just really was just like wowed by it. I don't know. It was pretty I and it's like usually with these kinds of movies, the, the ones that like everybody's seen that I haven't seen yet, I usually have like an impression of what those movies are. Right. But then when I watch them, it's like totally different than what I thought. Yeah, you thought yeah. But this one was like exactly what I thought it was going to be. I think because I've seen so much about it, so like yeah. I understood like what it was, what it was. But like it was really like the characters themselves like him and her that like really kind of the fact that it could still wow me so much even though i knew pretty much what it was like that yeah. was pr- that's pretty that's pretty cool pretty remarkable yeah. and you know like like it's just it's the type of movie i feel like they don't make anywhere i don't know we always say that but what <laughs> i mean by that is like i think there's a lot of movies this is truly a crowd pleaser type movie <laughs> And Crowd Pleaser is kind of like that movie that everybody walks out happy from. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't, like, you don't get that a lot anymore. And I don't think it's because of lack of trying. It's just really hard to do. It's like all the elements kind of have to come together. And then the happy ending has to be, you know, from a good story, which, you know, this had and good characters. And it's like, yeah, it's like really rare. So I don't know. I mean, isn't that what. The whole point of movies is now is to be a movie, make a movie that's made for everyone. I mean, up until a couple years ago, I feel like they were trying to do that, and now it's well, just not now. Like, yeah, now within the last year. Yeah, like in the last couple years, now it's like it's like we're we're critic proof, and if you don't like it, it wasn't made for you. Shut up. Whereas like back then, but I think was, I think now they're really trying to focus on like races and stuff now, but. Yeah. I mean, like, bef- like I guess really before Marvel went all TV shows instead of movies, like, I mean, I would say that's really that. Yeah, Marvel was the crowd. That's really what they're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. 
And now they're all about more of the specialties. And like, I mean, honestly, those are, I mean, other than the few DC movies that come out, like, literally Marvel movies are the only movies that come out. So yeah, that's yeah. the only reason why I'm bringing them up, because literally no other movies get made. <laughs> so It's Marvel movies and, like, like cheap, like, literally, like, $1 million horror movies. So it's yeah. like, oh, that's me, really, yeah. And those are obviously not yeah. crowd pleasers, like, overall crowd pleasers. But, yeah, like, I think it's just more... I don't know. Like, I would... I, I have to say I disagree with you that this would be something that's for everybody. Like, I really feel like it's just... It, it's directed towards females. Like, I don't know. I just... That's how I feel about it. Like, I just don't see, like, a guy being into this movie. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seemed like to me... Like, I think it helps, too, that, like, you know, I was, like... Like, when I saw this movie, I was probably, like, ten years old. And, like, I watched it be, like, the biggest thing in the world for a while. And, yeah. like... Like, I just don't... It's weird. Like, I don't really remember things being as like segregated by gender the way they are now like yeah like it was just like you know like when rocky came out it wasn't just like all meathead guys who were into it and shit you know what i mean like it was everybody was into it but i think it's easier for like a movie like rocky with like a male underdog kind of thing i think it's easier for a woman to like be into that than it is for Patrick Swayze's underdog to be for men to be, you know, into Patrick Swayze's underdog. I don't know. I, I feel like there's, it's easier for a woman to, you know, be into a guy movie than it is for a guy to be into a female movie. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, but I think, I think that's like a lot of like, what do you call it? Like, um, like, like I think men would stay away from this movie and badmouth it, but I think like, like nowadays people deep are, down inside when they go home they're dancing around their house. Well, no, it's like, but like I think if you were just like, if you were like the guy who like you know, like went to see this with your girlfriend or your wife or just like your older sister took it. Like I think it's one of those things. Like if guys actually watched it, mm. they would like. Like because like what would you pick a part yeah. of this movie as sucking? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not the movie, like, guys would think of to go watch, but, yeah. like, that's what I'm saying, like, I actually remember when this was, like, a big movie, and it was, like, it was unescapable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you had anything to do with a woman, you were gonna end up seeing Dirty Dancing at some point, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, like, it was just great revisiting this movie, and, or, like, not even really revisit, just rediscovering it, <laughs> and, like, yeah, and it's, it's, you know... Like, to me, it's kind of, like, the top five of Swayze uh, performances. I mean, it's probably really the top one or two of his actual performances, but, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed watching it. Like, I'm glad that I finally watched it and got that one off my list. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of movies, a lot of, like, really well-known movies that I haven't seen just because... I don't know, like, just whatever time it came out, I was doing other stuff, I guess. I was in college or working all the time. Granted, I was working at a movie theater, but it's like, I saw, you know... What was out at the time. At that time, yeah. yeah, Like, I didn't have time to sit at home and watch other movies, so... Yeah. Yeah, so, like... And to be fair, working at a movie theater, you were just, like, working, like... 
Like, you know, whereas, like, when I worked at a video store, I had access to old movies. Yeah. And I could take three home a night. Yeah. So I, I watched tons of old movies. Yeah. Like, you know, whereas, like, you're working in a movie theater, you only got so much time in the day. If you work an eight-hour shift, like, maybe you be able to watch a movie after your shift, or maybe not. But, yeah. You know. And I was only going to watch what was out then. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like, just like the other night, we watched Armageddon. And, yeah. like, as freaking giant as that dang Aerosmith song was, like, yeah, like, I never saw that movie until (laughs) this past weekend, so. And, 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 uh, and, and, like, whatever it was, a week time span, a week ago, (laughs) you saw a movie for, a huge movie from 1998 and a huge movie from 1987 for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And then they did Armageddon in real life on yeah. yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, we <laughs> shot a. I thought it was going to be like a rocket or something. They said it was a spacecraft. They flew yeah. into. A, they flew into an asteroid. If people yeah. don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> there was an asteroid coming not to Earth to hit Earth, but close by. They were just doing it as an experiment test. to see if they could Canuck, yeah. change like the course of an asteroid if they needed to. But yeah, but like in the. What, Gray and I only watched a couple of short videos about it, but like from my understanding was in the movies they're like you gotta blow up the asteroid yeah. and send it to a billion pieces so they don't <laughs> yeah. hit Earth. Whereas this was like no, we're just gonna kind of like bank hit it, yeah. like psh, like sh- shoot off of it, yeah. and then that will make it spin away. Yeah, like that's kind of that. So that's what will be happening when we eventually. Because by the way, because like uh, I'm sure listeners. We'll remember this too. Armageddon and then there's also Deep Impact came out uh, the same summer. And like, I don't know who the hell they paid to get <laughs> this going, but there was on the news that would like to drum up interest in the movies. There was like this fake science news story shit that an asteroid really was coming towards Earth. Oh my God. And it was just like, what happened? And then those movies came out and everything. And then it was like, well, where, what happened with the asteroid? You just never heard of it again. It was so weird. That's funny. But anyway, I think that's it. This was uh, how you said, like, oh, I'm surprised this is a movie you wanted to, like, do a show about. Mm-hmm. This was, like, for sure, like, because a lot of what, like, I try to do here is uh, dig up old movies, like, obscure movies sometimes. But also, too, like, I want to try and hit the movies that you guys, the listeners, have always seen at the video store growing <laughs> up. And this is just, I like, I mean, how many millions of dollars in <laughs> videotape rentals did this movie probably do? You know what I mean? Like, I think this is... Anybody, I think definitely anybody over the age of probably 35, <laughs> this was definitely part of your childhood. So, obviously, thanks for doing the show again, and uh, uh, thanks for uh, taking a chance on Dirty Dancing, and I'm glad you finally understand the greatness of... I lost my innocence. No, yes. You finally <laughs> my understand. innocence of life without Dirty Dancing. <laughs> exactly. The raunchy dancing. Uh, but I'm glad you finally... Uh, understand the greatness of the sways dog now. <laughs> all right so everybody thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time in the movie graveyard you're listening to the electronic media collective podcast network yeah it's a mouthful for more great shows visit electronicmediacollective.com